This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Omniverse. The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program contains content that may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Visit CthulhuMystery.com and head to Patreon.com slash Omniverse Media to join our community of fans and unlock further secrets. Do you hear that? In the cruel blackness of night, an unknowable evil from beyond time cries out. What dark deeds unfold on the streets of Arkham, and which unwitting souls, innocent or impure, will succumb to the maddening call, the call of Cthulhu. Yugo's Topical Powder brings you part six of the Call of Cthulhu mystery program, Tonight's strange story, The Truth's Slimy Trail. A night on the town can leave your jacket odiferous, and no matter your style or your charming smile, the dames will keep clear of you for a mile. So, before you hit the town in your glad rags, be sure you pass the armhole odor inspection with Yugoff Topical Powder. Think you're the cat's meow? Your He-Man aroma will only wow the ladies if it's in moderation. Keep those bear cats purring instead of saying P.U. by applying Yugoff Topical Powder to your underarms. Our unique formula eats away odor and seals up pores, the source of pungent perspiration. Save yourself the embarrassment of armhole odor and feel the power of Yugoth Topical Powder on sale at your local toilet goods counter. The renters of Big Mama's boarding house have uncovered a dark secret. The young woman they knew as Hannah Pickering the young woman who was brutally slain not a day prior was but a mask worn by her true self, the tragic and tormented Miriam Hetfield. Having read Miriam's haunting and unhinged diary, Cyril and Dolores, along with the deranged father-grandfather, returned to the boarding house to share their grim discoveries with Sam and Hank Jr. It's now daybreak, and the morning sun finds them considering the twisted past of their deceased friend and the answers that may wait for them in her hometown, the Backwater Village. I've done it. The next day, uh, April 16th, you guys wake up. Another newspaper at the door. Can you read? Uh. Shh. Shh. Take it away. Shocking. Let me take a look at that. Whoa, hey, hey, uh, gather around, folks. Uh, shocking development in the Pickering case. 
The postmortem conducted last night upon the body of Hannah Pickering, whose body was found outside the town beside North Garrison Street, has revealed the young woman was with child at the time of her death. Points to Sam. Uh, the unborn child appears to have been removed from the body along with certain other generative organs. Police believe the killer removed these organs and have intensified their search for the perpetrator of such a horrendous crime. According to the chief investigator, Detective Sergeant Maxwell Sweeney, the police expect to bring the killer to justice soon. The authorities are currently looking for the man responsible for the girl's delicate condition as they suspect this person killed the girl rather than marry her. Meanwhile, young women are urged to avoid the street after dark and report to any strangers exhibiting the unusual behavior to the police. Arkham cannot rest until the monster is responsible for this beastly crime, blah, 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 blah. Well, looks like uh, we're still two steps ahead in this. No, no developments. I'm, ass I'm assuming you told Sam and Hank about uh, uh, the d journal and everything else that you found. Yeah, we showed them the journal. You could even read the journal if you want to take a sanity loss. No, no, I'd take your word for it. it. Did you did you take the journal? You took it with you? Oh yeah. So roll your sanity. Oh, you couldn't get better than that. Okay, so one. So yeah, you don't lose any sanity, unlike the uh, other people that have slowly ticked down. But I, I say to Ma, hey, uh, Ma, you ever hear the name uh, Miriam Hetsfield? No, I'm afraid not. Uh, I show the picture of uh, of Hannah. You recognize this other woman here? Is that Hannah's mother or something? I was hoping you could tell me. I don't know anything. Doesn't look familiar. I mean. Yeah, she, she, she never really talked about her family much. Hmm. Yeah, something like that. Well, thank you. No problem. Would you, would you, would you like some cookies? They're delicious. Oh, I'm full up, Ma. Okay. Full to the brim. Thank you kindly. I'll uh, save them for later. Uh, yeah, uh, so... Well, so while they're talking, Hank is gonna bring down <laughs> his his bolt-action rifle downstairs and start cleaning it. Oh, wait, you have a weapon that belongs to me? That's right. Uh, hand him back the, uh, 38. Yeah, barrel down. On... Okay, thank Relax. you. Gently. It ain't cocked. <laughs> okay, so, uh, you're going to the library? Okay. All right, so I'll look not... up information about Dunwich. Are you going to have them drop you off and then take your car out to Dunwich? Or... No. No, they're not driving long. No, I'm not, I'm not going to Dunwich until she's, she's gotten some information about uh, Pretty far, about it's time. hours. Yeah. So, I, I would have, I would have gone there, like, whenever, like, as soon as it opens, I would have been there. So okay. while they're cleaning, he's cleaning his bolt action rifle okay. and they're doing their morning stuff, I would have already headed out there and then got I'll what I needed. Visit, so you drive off to the uh, library. Are you going to drop uh, Agent Spade off at the police station so we can talk to uh, Detective Yeah, I'll Spade? drop him off. Anybody else coming with you? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. This is great. Now I got street cred. Where are you taking the cab to? <laughs> I know. Now I can sing the Dunwich. blues. <laughs> You're going to take a cab out to Dunwich? Yeah. Uh, when, when they quote you a price, you look over your money, and this is the last of your money. All of your all of your current expendable cash is going into this cab ride. Oh, well, you're supposed to give the money when you get out of the cab, right? At the end? I That's, think I'll be good. Okay. Money's no, ob money's no object to Because basically, the, they, they quote you the price. No, the Lord, no, no, no sir. No I don't object, have to pay you because money's Lord, no object. <laughs> the Lord will provide for me. I help those who help themselves. Before, oh, okay. Um, I go ahead and tell the cabbie, you know, if you just drive him around town a few times <laughs> and then drop him off at the dump in about an hour, I'll double whatever he's paying. That's against the cabbie's code, my friend. We cabbies. No fucking code. <laughs> we take we take our occupation very seriously. Okay, well, you're going to 
regret that decision, I promise you. <laughs> Just, I regret you are not interested in looking at any of his what's, Bibles. By the way, what's double of nothing? <laughs> I, regret man, I regret many decisions, my friend. First of all, was becoming a cabbie. <laughs> but now that I am one, there's a code to follow. Do not, do not look at his Bibles. You don't want a Bible, you've got three at home. <laughs> Even God can't save me now. <laughs> oh, I just throw money at this guy. I think he just found the killer. <laughs> it was the cab driver. That's why there's no footprints. <laughs> so, cabbie drives off. So I guess first we will deal with Agent Spade gets dropped off at the police department to speak to Sweeney. You go in, you're like, I'm here to speak to Sweeney, and uh, they uh, shuffle you back to his office. When you arrive in his office to speak with him, Agent Sweeney, uh, uh, by and large, lean, wiry looking guy. He's got a, a big shrapnel wound running across the side of his face. Kind of gives him a grizzled, dashing mystique. By and large, he's got his hair cut short to his scalp big ass ears and uh, his eyes are just staring at you cold and angry looking I like your description big ass ears he's got big ass ears but. first of all I'm gonna explain to him how I got involved in the case and I'm gonna lean in the back looking semi-intimidating if that helps <laughs> and then I want to know why wait whoa 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 so you're saying that Harden Chump paid you money to shit on my case why don't you get the hell out of my office because I uh, and gotta... tell tell Harden that he can eat that money. I don't care. This is my case. Of course it is. That's why I came to you. Don't you think that that would be a nice sign of good faith? He told me, or I figured out that you were the actual person on the case yesterday. Remember, I gave you a phone call before the paper came out today. Yeah. Okay. So so I'm not coming clean. I came to you to tell you what was going on. So what's going on then? Your guy's here trying to muscle in on your case. Why is he trying to do that? Why? I've got a personal vested interest in this. Me and my partner here. Listen, just he's just a mess. Hard, Harding thinks he 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 thinks he's this town's protector. He doesn't understand how things get done. If if you let yourself get all emotional and broken up about about things like that, that just gets more people dead. Yeah, some girl died. It's sad. It's terrible. But you know what? If we don't do anything, more people are going to die. More girls are going to get mutilated. Whatever. So you think it's a, you think it, there's actually a killer? Of course there is. What evidence do you have that there's a killer? Because every, every bit of evidence we could find showed that there was no Listen, human being that was involved in this. Nobody chops out somebody's baby maker if it's not for a reason. And if it was an animal, she would have been a lot more torn up than she was. And there would have been animal tracks. There weren't. There was nothing like that. Hey, uh, you ever hear the name Miriam Hetzfield? No. It may do you some good to look into that name. What does that mean? <laughs> slip him the diary across the desk. Yeah, slip him the diary across. And, and what would you know about that town, Dunwich? 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 Yeah. Town, I don't know, is some farmer, backwater burg. So what the hell's this diary? Who? This is the diary of Hannah Pickering, who was also Miriam Hetzfield, known very well in the French Hills. You know, if you where, want to see a girl for a good time, you might want to call up Miriam. Where did this come from? It came from, uh... Damn fine police work. Yeah, that's where it came from. <laughs> that's funny, because I don't notice either of you having a Arkham Police Department badge. Well, hey, it, it ain't illegal to ask questions, is it? 
Well, and not to what am I going to do with this now? The, from what from what I hear, the crime scene has been disturbed by two people that are Im impeding an active murder investigation. Detective, we were under the impression that we were actually acting within this uh, department's interest. We thought we were being employed by this department. We were misled. The only crime here was a crime of ignorance. Oh, listen, I, I, I'm going to talk to Nichols, and I'm 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 going to get I'm going to get him busted back to private so fast. Uh, uh, Harden, he's done. Excellent. Well, I'm glad because I mean that was ruthless what he did to you, honestly. But but this is a, this is good evidence. We're turning over our what we found to you out of good faith. Excellent. Now don't touch anything else because you guys are gonna you guys are gonna shit this up worse than it's already been done. You're right. I mean, right. what is this? This is a, a diary. I don't even know what where this came from. Let us let, look. My name is Sam Spade. I'm an agent with or I was an agent with the bureau. Okay, I was just recently discharged. We observed all best practices involving our investigation of this case. I uh, and, and I proceed to tell them everything that uh, we just went through. My credit rating is a thirty-five. Roll it, son of a. Gonna <laughs> make me roll it instead of persuasion. No. Fifty-five. Okay. So he says, "Stay here, you two. I'll be right back." He he goes away for about ten minutes. Oh, Sam, I'm pretty nervous about this. This is weird. Yeah, so you guys are left sitting in his office for a while. I don't know if you guys are gonna just cool your heels till he shows up oh, again. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm looking at the desk. I'm not touching anything. Okay. I'm just looking at anything that was left behind. Well, I mean, by and large, it's not really any skill you need to roll oh, for it. Because okay. the desk is right there. Um, basically, yeah, he's definitely on the... Some angry father, uh, although there's a lot of question marks around the who is the father thing, chop, chopped out the baby and left her there to die on the side of the road. But there's there's a lot of question marks in his case, and he's still trying to figure it out. Make a, a law roll. Sixty. Right at it. Okay. Uh, from the way this guy's talking, you're pretty sure if you push it much, he's gonna he's gonna start probably pressing formal charges against yeah, you guys. Yeah, he's already looking at doing that now once he gets my record. Yeah. Well, if we leave now, they're gonna put out a, a call for us. So if you want to go, I can stay here and take the heat for this. I don't want to just cool our heels. Let. Um Dolores do her thing, then we'll hit the bricks. You're not carrying any weapons or anything, really, are you? I got a knife in my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> got a knife oh, in my her. shoe? You're a black man in 1928 who walked into a police station carrying a knife. In, in your shoe. shoe. <laughs> in your shoe. It was discreet? No, just, I give it back. I gave you my gun yesterday. There's a certain <laughs> level of trust that's established here. I, I, I'm, I'm resistant. It's not about you, Sam. It's just about the whole damn thing. <laughs> So as you guys are bickering, you guys hear the door swing open and, and uh, the detective comes in and he says, Okay, listen, I don't know what your guys' game is, but stay away from the investigation. Whether you think you are with Harding or better than Harding or here to help us, we don't need your help. You're That's right. what we're here for. We're police officers. Absolutely. Everything's good. We're going to catch this guy and we're going to catch him soon. As soon as we figure out who the father is. I think it's a great plan. We're, we're going to leave you alone to do your work. I just wanted to come clean. Yeah, toodaloo. Walk yeah. out the end of his back. What are you two? What's everybody else going to be doing? I mean, I'm calling City Hall. Okay. Really, I, I'm, I'm pushing for us to, uh, you know, if, we, if we're really going to see this through, if we're going to take a look at anything, we need to head to Dun Dunwich, and we need to head there soon. So uh, I'm Fast all about... Forward. All uh, I'm doing is trying to find out. I'm calling City the Hall of Records. I want to get the... the Okay. Where the father lives. Or okay. her actual parents. Uh, well, you speak to a delightful lady named Miss Red Herring. 
who uh, tells you that she wasn't <laughs> able to find any uh, detailed information for that. Son of a bitch. So where the fuck are we supposed to go in this town? Dun- we're not supposed to go anywhere in this town. We're supposed to go to Dunwich. That's what I'm saying. It's, in Dunwich. It's a small town. It's a, we'll go there. We'll flash the photo around. Someone's oh, going to oh, say, if you're oh, calling Dunwich City Hall, yeah. uh, you, you spend a while calling around and you find out that there is no city hall. However, they do have a delightful general store. Bingo. Which contains Bingo. several objects that you can purchase if you wanted to purchase said objects. Like farm implements or food. Such as pickled red herring. <laughs> but into the library, see what Dolores knows already, if anything, and uh, then just decide, you know, let's let's pull up roots, let's head out there, see what's up. Uh, what are you looking for with um, your uh, I would look up any library. information on Dunwich. Okay. Like any like historical information, anything about the town's past. Okay. Well, you're going to spend the majority of the day doing this because that's kind of how library use works. It's a really long-term thing. Yes. Well, uh, in your few hours of searching, Dunwich is a miserable shithole uh, full of decrepit people and decrepit buildings and decrepit farms. Sounds boring as shit. Right uh, up my alley. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the one thing about it is uh, it's got rumors of witchcraft and things like that that kind of swirl around the town. But by and large, you know, it's mostly just that. Like... Supposedly, there's spooky people, although there are ancient Indian burial grounds, things like that, that are out there. But, you know, they're all over the place in, in, in the New England area. You know, basically just uh, raised hills, things like that, that, that are, you know, burial sites. Uh, some, of, some of them in Dunwich are marked with standing stones. Awesome. Thank you, books. It's what, maybe maybe noon? Maybe, yeah, yeah at will. That's well, still good. plenty of time to get there by dark. <laughs> we'll find a nice inn. There's a general store. We'll find a nice general store. Okay, so uh, basically uh, around afternoon or so, you guys you guys are getting ready to head out there? Mm-hmm. Oh, find me a trombone player. <laughs> Diamond in the rough. <laughs> are you going to swing by the... Seal Bridgewater and his diamonds. Making Diamond. some dancing well, girls. As you're getting ready to leave the library, uh, somebody comes in, drops off the afternoon edition of the Arkham Gazette. You see on the front page uh, a name that catches your eye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Dunwich is peppered in here pretty well. Citizens in the village of Dunwich, located near the head of the Miskatonic River, have reported an epidemic of missing pets and livestock over the last 24 hours. Locals began to suspect a wild animal when a horse belonging to the Horn family was discovered strangely desiccated, partly eaten. Dunwich authorities are planning to hunting expedition into the hills above Dunwich. Longtime residents of the Miskatonic Valley may recall reports of unexpected activity in those hills in both 1907 and 1912. We're gonna go to the hills. Well, I've just been reading about the hills and how they're alive with the sound of witchcraft. You guys gonna swing by Ma's place and pick up good old Hank? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So you guys Sorry, round up Hank. everybody, head out there. Long in advance of you, Father, you've gone out there. Uh, you've you've, pull, you've been pulled up in front of uh, Osborne's General Store. You you can tell it's that because that's what the sign that's says. What it says. Uh, and this seems to be the hoppinest place in town, in as much as there are two shirtless people playing what looks like checkers. Someone else strumming a banjo. I'm actually gonna pay the cab driver. 
okay. um, the rest of my money, and then I'm gonna walk into the general store. Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna find the clerk or whoever's running the store. How can I help you there, son? Well, hi, sir. I'm a I'm a simple Bible salesman, and I noticed you don't have a church around here, and I was just wondering where where one might find the greatest den of sin and debauchery around these parts. Uh, I'd say probably Kingsport would have that. Kingsport? Where's that? Is that around here? Yeah, it's uh, many miles up the road on the coast. Why is it a den of sin and debauchery? What goes on around here? Yeah, just a big town full of... Oh, not, it's not around here. It's far away. Oh. You know, crazy people. Well, what goes on around this town? Uh, mostly people farm, buy things from my shop. You ever heard the name Hannah? Hannah Montana? Whatever <laughs> her name is. Hannah. Girl walks kind of with a limp. Maybe kind of preggers sometimes. Preggers? No. Bursting at, the, bursting at the seams, so to speak. Uh-huh. Uh, there are pregnant women around all the time, you know, but no. Uh, Any girls been fucked by the devil lately? What fourth gonna have a demon spawn child spew out all over the earth to cause the apocalypse? Uh, one of the shirtless guys goes, oh, you mean that Waitley lady? No, man, she's been dead for years. Waitley lady? What's that? No, she's a Waitley family. They... They fuck everything that's a devil. Like Waitley they, family. <laughs> Say what you they will about They fuck devils it. with devils for penises. Could you tell? Could you, could you point me the right direction of that so I may sell them a Bible? Oh, that there, there's no house anymore. That got burned down. Burned down? Yeah. Well, how far away is it from here? Not far. Not far. I mean, if you want to go piss on the ashes or something, you're certainly welcome to, but I mean, ain't nobody been there for years. Say what you will about the man, but god damn it, he gets results. <laughs> Long story short, you engage in ridiculous hellfire banter with a bunch of redneck inbred hillbillies. Uh, what the fuck am I doing? I'm uh, trying to find out where to go. I can't do it. I believe you're winning. Yeah, you're a couple steps ahead of us. Like you're and uh, uh, basically, uh, uh, they're they're telling you about all kinds of crazy shit and, and dead. Dead pets and everything that had just started happening, and then uh, like you kind of mentioned some stuff, and then they go like, "Oh, you are talking about the uh, the Hetfield girl, yeah. Hillary's Hillary's daughter." Yeah, that yeah, Hillary and I go way back. What happened to her? She is a crazy bat, my friend. Where is she hang right now? Uh, where, she is she, where does she stay? She lives up the road a piece. Uh, uh, if you if you want to get out there, we can, uh, you know, I, I can give you the directions, but uh, why not? How far away is it? Not, not too far. Maybe, maybe, maybe an hour walk. But you know, whatever. You want to uh, show me? We'll go together. As you, guys, as you guys are talking, a car pulls up, and the rest of the crew piles out. Man, that bitches got here fast. <laughs> Shit. We've been talking with these guys for a while. Damn. Hellfire. And, and we weren't being brought by a cab. We were driving fast. <laughs> and on top we of knew. on top of that, you um, should have seen me standing there and be like, "Oh, I know where the lady son of a bitch. I know where her mom is. Let's go." Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's basically giving you the directions as they as they show up. Uh, and then kind of separately another a small uh, Model T rolls up uh, with US Postal Service insignia on it. And you Tommy Gunt. You guys you guys see <laughs> oh, uh, the mailman with something that looks like an animal run across one of his shoulders and he kind of walks it inside and the, all of the bumpkins perk up and they're like oh man what do you got there and he kind of comes inside and just drops it down on the counter where uh, osborne is visible osborne the uh the owner is visibly upset by this he says what the hell did you bring now pritchett and uh they're looking it over and it looks like it's a, a dog more or less but it's been pretty horribly withered and drained 
who's going in to take a take a look at this thing? It ain't I. I tell you All what. Right, I'll go look. I'll go look. In a backwater town like this, uh, I'm sticking with the group, but I'm not leading. Just letting it happen. I'm, I'm check, telling him he should go check out the back of the uh, post office's uh, car. My morbid curi- curiosity okay. is peaked. <laughs> okay, so sure I'll poke around. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Dolores, you, you check out the uh, you check out the uh, the corpse. Uh, roll sanity. Yeah, I was with her. So okay, yeah, roll. Seventy-one. Twenty-one. I have seventy-five. Okay, so you guys both pass. You're fine. Um, it's it's nasty, but not unsettling. This thing is horribly withered, drained out. Chunks of its flesh and hide look like they're kind of collapsed and crumbling in, while there are just nasty, ragged bite marks marks taken from it elsewhere. Bridget, the mailman, is like, God damn it! This is like the seventh one I found today. Osborne, what the hell am I gonna do? And then Osborne just says, "I don't know. You're gonna get it out of my get it out of my store. I don't care. Just get it out of my store." Where'd you find them? Pritchett kind of looks down at the thing and says, "Oh, uh, I found it up a ways a piece, um, Hutchins Road. I think it might have been the Horn families." And that uh, looks you, like the uh, you recognize the Hutchins Road is that's the directions they gave you to uh, the house. And this is the same sort of. Nope, not at all. No. This like, look this looks like it was bitten definitely by an animal. Okay. But chunks of it elsewhere are just like withered and crumbling. Okay. I'm gonna do I find anything like a Tommy gun? in the postal service like this crazy federale. <laughs> no you do not. Well, I come in whistling uh, with my good pal Hank Junior. Like, yeah, before before we head in there, when you're checking out the the uh, postal truck. Hank's gonna go to the back of the car, open the trunk, get the rifle out, sling it on his shoulder, and put the axe, his, his wood axe, in the back seat, and he's gonna follow you into the general store right. and, look, and look and see if they have any bullets <laughs> for sale that would match we, the caliber of my, of my we rifle. I have bombs. a question. Uh, okay. Osborne says, plinking bullets right up there. And I will grab some. You, you buy yourself a box full of them. Yes. So you got 50 shots. When the postal guy walks in, does he leave the keys in his vehicle? Oh, yes, he does. Uh, I hop in and I, I go, I hop in as fast as I can and drive down that to that Hutchin Road to the address they gave me. Uh, so, right, so go, yeah, he kind of sneaks go. out as everybody Am else. Am I is, not gonna see him doing uh, that? Yeah, well, you see him cl- creeping out. Um, and he's he's getting into the mail to the mail truck or mail. It's for the Lord. I pulled him out of the mail truck. You're just where, where, are you, where are you going, old man? Cyril's trying to stop you. Well, I'm going to persuade him by telling him I found the old biddy's mother. I'm going there now. She's still alive. She knows more than we do. But who, who's mother? Who'd you, who'd you, who'd you talk to? Who'd you talk that to? That girl that got knocked up with the evil inside of her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the evil Don't say. Uh, where, where's, she, where's she at? The seated one. I don't know. It's in my brain pan somewhere. But I picture the road. I know where I'm going. You best hop in. <laughs> Postal worker's gonna come out any minute. I need to hit the pedal to the metal. Bucket. I got a lead foot. My driving ain't so great being an old man, Parkinson's, but this would be great. I'm not hanging around your stolen car. You just go fine. I've had it with you. It's the postal service. They're to serve us from the government, and I need it right now to serve as the Lord. This crazy old man's stealing your car. <laughs> I'm trying to hit the pedal. I'm trying to hit the gas. Okay. Pedal. Uh, yeah. You start up the car and drive off. Um, meanwhile, uh, uh, one of the shirtless bumpkins comes out and he's like, "Oh, did what happen? I think just happened." Yeah, that crazy old man stole this postal vehicle. Yeah. Bumpkin ducks his head back inside and you know says, "Hey, uh, Cap, uh, 
Uh, that that uh, preacher man just stole your car. I think he might be going up uh, up to the Hetfield place with it. Don't well, ask me. Uh, did you see Hetfield? Yeah, yeah. We've been talking with him about it all day now. They're under investigation. We're with the Arkham Police Department, and uh, <laughs> you're a long way from Arkham, boy. Uh, well, it's uh, they're working with me. I'm a federal agent. Ain't every day you see a murder. Oh, I see. Well, that is a tragedy. Uh, so uh, you can give us the directions. We'll uh, we'll be on our way. Yeah, yeah, sure enough. Hang on. Let me let me just write it down or just draw it out. Wait, I drew it on my hand. Let me see your hand. Okay, here we go. You see it. <laughs> take a left here. Take a right. Okay, then you turn, and then now you don't want to keep going. If you go too far, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna end up uh, hitting the wrong uh, wrong set of farms, uh, and you don't want to do that. Because if you if you go too far, just Holloway House, you don't even want to bother there. If if you drive past a house with a bunch of you know them crazy hex symbols on it, you, you're on the right way. All right. Yeah. Sure thing. Crazy hex symbols. Yeah, the Bensons. They uh they like Thumbs to keep up. away the evil. You know what I mean. Yes, I do. <laughs> Dolores, let's get in the car. Two steps ahead of you. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cap, the uh, mailman, it kind of comes out and goes, "God damn it, not again." <laughs> <laughs> Osborne, I need to use your phone. And you guys hop in the car and go chasing after him? Yeah. Yeah. Provided he's going the right way. This is all yeah, over brain pain. The right, right direction. On his mind streets. He is on fire for the Lord. ramshackle assemblage of investigators race towards an uncertain future in an unfamiliar town. Perhaps you'd care to explore the further points of interest in the sleepy and exsanguinated village of Dunwich. Well, let Keeper Luke Stram be your guide. In our Patreon-exclusive podcast series, Cthulhu Cthomentary, we always explore the roads not traveled. The other big place in the village that the group could have potentially gone out to would be Allen Mountain. If people hang out on the mountain, there's the standing stones up at the top of it. Is it possible to have unholy Congress with uh, some kind of demonic beast? I mean, this is that's something where kind of like the uh, the cave in Empire Strikes Back, you only go up that mountain with what you bring with you. So (laughs) probably not. But again, you know. Some investigator squads may have been running for a long while and maybe carrying their own mythos baggage and be like, oh, standing stones on top of a mountain? Guys, hang out here. I'm going to go summon some backup. What could go wrong? Boy, howdy. (laughs) Wow. You can find Cthulhu Cthomentary alongside other Patreon-exclusive series, as well as outtakes, soundtracks, and much more at patreon.com slash omniversemedia. Now, uh, if this episode wasn't enough to wire your nerves tight, then perhaps this song will do the trick. Introducing a group out of Nashville called Orlinda. And in the great hillbilly tradition, these mountain folk have spun quite a yarn. In fact, they claim this to be a true story. 
a cautionary tale of the evil that men do, and the darkness, perhaps demonic, that can inhabit a man's soul. This is the Rake Song. or Podchaser, and be sure to subscribe to our series via your favorite podcast player to get all the latest episodes. Episode 6, The Truth Slimy Trail, was written and performed by Luke Stram, Kat Blackard, 
Doug Banks, Kay, Brandon Gerson, and Rule Knudsen, and is based on the Call of Cthulhu module Behold the Mother from Dead Reckonings, published by Chaosium Incorporated. The series is edited and produced by Colin Peterson and Kat Flackard, and the original score is composed and performed by Ryan McQuinn and Mike McQuinn of Neon Dolphin. Home for all your custom music needs and more, neondolphinmusic.com. For full episode credits, transcripts, as well as character sheets and other supplemental material, visit CthulhuMystery.com. This program is made possible by the support of listeners like you. Join us at Patreon.com slash OmniverseMedia. All characters appearing are fictitious, and any resemblance to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. This series is recorded and produced in Central Florida and Nashville, Tennessee, on lands ruthlessly taken from their indigenous people, the Tamuqua and Seminole, and Yuchi, Shawnee, and Cherokee, respectively. To learn more about the First Nations of the lands where you live, visit native-land.ca. This has been the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program. Good night. Omniverse. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In June of 2020, an amateur podcaster disappeared from the Carson National Forest while searching for the legendary Thin Treasure. But he was adamant that he was onto something big. He was obsessed. He showed her some hand-drawn map to a treasure out in northern New Mexico. The subjective truth is part treasure hunt, part paranormal docudrama. Starring Addison Peacock as Graham Anderson. Back at home, I placed the box on the counter, and I just stared at it for a while. You'd never be able to guess its social impact on the human race by looking at its simplistic design. UFOs, ghosts, reincarnation, and liars. This is The Subjective Truth. Subscribe now. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.